Go to sleep. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Okay. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, and my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. Smith, nearly traveled, now shoots. R.J. Barrett, a little sauce on that one. He's got 21. R.J. Barrett dances inside and scores on the line. Knox for three. Knox hits a three. Drop clock at seven. Knox nails a three. Randall. Separation. Finishes off the window. Big time bucket from Julius Randall. Robinson, offensive rebound. And the putback. This is our take on everything Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. On this episode, we discuss the Rising All-Stars Challenge and how our sweet R.J. Barrett did, and he did pretty well, 27.6 rebounds, 5 assists. We also talk about the loss to the Pacers. My apologies on how long it took us to get this podcast out. I've just finished moving. And I had a lot going on, but we coming right back at y'all, okay? This is episode 35. Let's get right into it. Knicks family, what's going on? Welcome back to the God of Knicks podcast. Whew, it's been a minute, fellas. It has yeah, been it feels a, like a while. It's been a minute. Um, a lot was going on. All-star, uh, all-star weekend and all that, so. All-star weekend. I was moving that weekend, so I missed a lot of the events. Yeah. Um, But anyway, um. Pardon me, we Andre Jalila here. Yo, what's, what's up, on? baby? I'm chilling, Paul. How are you? I'm, I'm good as I can be. You know what I mean? Trying to stay low, quiet. Okay. You know? Okay. A little, a little place, the new place echoes a little bit more. So I'm trying right. to right. keep it low. <laughs> um, what about you, Rick? How's everything, family? Nah, everything's good, man. I'm trying to trying to be like you and just move, man. <laughs> he, I know you've been, you've been talking about it. See, you, you, you got a little bit different circumstance going on. You got a little bit more money than I, than I do. So, you know what I mean? It's a little different. Uh, oh, is that a fact? It's a fact. These, these are facts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we family, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, um, we've... It's been a while. Of course, we've ha- we haven't had any games in over a week. It's uh we missed the All Star Weekend, um which we did record a podcast for. Did we? No, no, we recorded a podcast nah, right before that, and it was never yeah. released. That's on me. I-, I moved last week. It's been a lot. So um, tripping, tripping. yeah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. So this is episode thirty five point five. We should say no nah, thirty five because they thirty five unless you keep one in the archives. Nah, I think we're going to be good. 35 is good. 35. 35. So, um, well, I guess we could start with the Rising All-Star game with my man, Andre Barrett. How how y'all think of his uh, appearance? Uh, 27, 6, and 5, 3 I was steals. surprised. I was surprised. Yeah. He he was surprised? Surprised? I think he was surprised. He, he, looked like he, was, he looked like he was going off like he should. As he should. Yeah. yeah, I guess maybe he felt like this is the opportunity. I'm glad he took advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because that makes him look good. It almost makes him look like, yo, what you doing during the, you know, during the regular season games. But I was happy that he's uh, he stepped up and did that. Like I said, I was surprised. I didn't expect that from him. Yeah, really. I I'm not too surprised, mainly because I've seen what he's done against his his level of competition before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. throughout college, I mean, 
the difference was this time it was a mixture of rookies and sophomores. So it wasn't just guys his age and below. It was a little, you know, guys a little bit older. Yeah. Um, he played with Luca. He was on the same team with Luca, and they they seemed to get along pretty well, um, <clears throat> and worked pretty well. Um, he seemed to be one of the only guys taking it serious. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but um, he was playing hard every play. He was playing defense. Yeah. Um, every single play, he he really wanted to win that game. He definitely wanted to win. Yeah, that, that's showing right, too. Right. Right. Well, I mean, um, who who ended up getting? I think it was Miles Bridges got the uh Yeah, Miles Bridges took it. Yeah, he got the uh, all star MVP. Which, you know, winning team. He had the most points for the winning team. He had a couple of nice dunks in the second half. So, you know, kudos to him. Kudos yeah, yeah. to him. But um RJ continues to me to show a lot of a lot of things that I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing how he grows going forward and from <clears throat> From the the looks of it, he's looked he's looked to time. Like, I guess at this point of the season, flip that switch. You know what I mean? Because I think he's starting to know. He's played a lot of these teams already. I think he, at this point, he's played every team in the league at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think he's getting in the rhythm. Um, coming back off the injury, I think it's something that eventually we'll we'll start to see he'll get more consistent. But I think that's been a real issue with him. Even his free throw shooting. Have his how's his free throw shooting been looking? You guys noticed? Oh, RJ? Yeah. I think it's the same. Uh, yeah, the same. I don't think he's really improved. I think he'll have a game where he'll have a good a good uh showing with free throws. Mm-hmm. And then he he goes right back to like he'll miss like one out of two or miss both, you know. Right. Right. So I think I think we're gonna have to wait for next season to see if that see how that improves. Yeah, it'll it'll be Definitely, at least a year before we see a jump in free throw shooting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but then we come back. Uh, it was Friday. And we play against uh, the Pacers in our first game back from the All Star Weekend, and um, I don't want to say it was a dud, but we didn't look great that game. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty uh, dull. Julius Randle only had seven points. Um, he played thirty minutes. So, I think you know, Bobby Portis was the high scorer of that game. Yeah, he had nineteen. He had nineteen points. Yeah, uh, by far he was the highest scorer. Like the next person would be now. How much would? Well, no, RJ no, no, Barrett no, had seventeen. Barrett had seventeen. Yeah. Frank Frank had fourteen. Frank had fourteen, and nobody so else had double digits, which is right. The, <laughs> would anybody not a recipe for yeah, winning? Yeah. Has, has anybody ever thought about the day that Frank Nilakini would outscore Julius Randle? But um, talk about it. You know, that definitely <laughs> sucks. I mean, I mean, it's it's that's cool more of it's more of a Frank, more of a hit on Randall than Randall. if anything. Right. Um, Mitchell Robinson, eight points, eight rebounds. More Harkless. I don't know what to think of this guy. He's he had three points on one on one shooting. He played seventeen minutes. So he, I, I, you gotta. I think we gotta give him a, a minute. He came from a whole other a whole other team. Whole. He said that that he had to get used to. Nah. You know, the offensive set. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, he's got to get I, – I mean, if we're going to give anybody, like, a little, like, cut him some slack, cut most of – I mean, he's a veteran at this point, I think. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's got to get into it. I think he don't want to shoot too much yet. He's trying to figure it out. But I think uh, I think that this week we probably I – I think we should see some better numbers from him. I hope. Mm, nah, I'm not rolling. And the only reason why I'm not rolling is because you look at – uh, like uh, what's what's his name? 
my man Marcus Morris. Um, he went, he went over there and immediately ten points, thirteen points, ten points. He had six points his last game, which they lost. They had a terrible game. I don't know what that was about, but um, you you can still put the ball up. You know what I mean? Like I want to see you put the ball up yeah. at least more than once in the game to you know for you to come back first game after a long break having a couple practices under your belt and only shoot one shot you know what I mean it's it, I'm, I'm trying not to read too much into it but it doesn't look too enthused to be here um, I feel like he's just playing the season out seeing how far it goes I do not think he's resigning at all I don't think so either I will, uh-huh. it was something he said that about his team or what they're going to look at and what makes sense. Yeah, he said, I haven't thought about that yet. I haven't made that decision. So usually when you start saying stuff like that, right? you already know where that's going. Because if but, you want to stay here, you say it like Marcus Morris did. Also, I don't know if like New York really cares if he resigns. I don't think I don't think we no. care. No, he hasn't right. done yeah, anything we, yet. If anything, know? it worked out for us because we, we got that pick out of that. But that I don't dude. know who's signing him. Like, I'm, And I'm not saying that Mohawkless is a bum. But what if he's not showing this team... And he's not doing a buyout, like because I feel like he knows, like nobody's taking him right now. Like who's who's spending money on Mo Hawkins? Who's taking up a roster spot for Mo at this point? I don't know what he was doing when he was with the uh, the Clippers. I mean, that's a bench guy. This is as what I'm saying. Concerned. He's a bench. He's definitely, a, if anything, a bench guy. Um, he's a two. And he didn't choose to come here. Right. So, you know, why would he be re-signing or like? Yeah. You know, not a surprise. It's, not a surprise, man. Um, what I am concerned about is Knox still, um, four points on three shots. It's not, a, never a recipe for, for a good game. Um, he had two assists, which is about, about, um, more than he ever gets every now and then. <clears throat> um, 0 for 1 from the three point line, only 17 minutes. I don't, I don't understand. Um, when I see Knox and Mitchell Robinson only getting 17 minutes a game, I, I, I kind of I don't want to get too high on the "what are you doing, coach?" thing. Because um, typically, if Knox was only playing 17 minutes, that's cool. But for Mitch to be playing 17 minutes, I, I you know I'm not sure. I I mean he did have five fouls, so I guess that had a lot to do with it. Um. For some reason, recently he's been racking up a lot of those again. Um, mm. So, who knows? I hope I hope that's a, a you know one game thing. We don't see Mitch under twenty minutes that often, you know. Because if you really look at it, Taj Gibson had sixteen minutes, Bobby Portis had twenty eight, and I guess that's where all those minutes went, you know. Which is why Bobby Portis probably ended up as the leading scorer. So, right. Well, that that kind of takes me to what. The coach was saying they, you know, they were asking him, you know, how do you feel about these young players? And he says, you know, we're developing them, and we've seen a growth. So, who who do you think he was talking about? Because it's not objects. That's it. Uh, it. It looks like Mitchell Robinson is is degressing. Uh, who's just? I don't think Mitch is like, degressing. I just think he hasn't taken the next step yet. I think he's just as good as he left off the last year. You know, what I mean, he hit he hit that top, and then didn't really come down too much. 
That's, that's a problem. A, that's a problem. It's definitely a problem. I mean, and this is what I was saying earlier in the year. You guys were telling me it's not a big deal, but you got to get him on the court. You got to start him. That has to. It would do wonders for someone's mentality. You know what I mean? Whether they play more minutes than the starter or not, you got to have them out there. That shows you can trust them to lead your team. You know what I mean? And I think that's more, if anything, not from the stats point of view. I think that's why it's important to have a guy out there that you are building your future around start. You know what I mean? Mitch should be starting by now. You know what I mean? But, but he has to earn that, though. He's been earning if, it. If, if, you, if you look at his past couple mm, games, he's... Now with five fouls. I mean... I mean, now we're getting those type of number fouls every single game. Every single but game. He doesn't get them every single game. That that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, Taj Gibson isn't better, much better at that either. He picks up the dumbest fouls. That's because he's yeah, tired. Taj, no, Taj is, Taj no, is, he does I think it that, in the first quarter half the time. Yeah, sometimes he gets most of his minutes in the first half. But I think the only reason that Taj is getting more minutes or starting is because he has a higher basketball IQ. That's uh, that's it, of course. But that's what I'm saying. You're not necessarily developing if that's the case. You know what I mean? But that's let me ask it. you this: What's the numbers? Wait, let me let me look at this last game. See what eight minutes look like. Robinson had Robinson 17. had 17 minutes, and Taj had 16. They both had eight points, and there's a five rebound difference. See, so like they they get they get minutes. So that means uh, Portis is taking minutes from from. Uh, well, no, that's that's just the one game sample. Because Bobby Portis never really gets 28 minutes. So that's nothing that so, we're going right. to see. So whatever happen. happened in, in that game. Yeah, that, but That's the only reason why Bobby Portis plays, because Mitch was in foul trouble. Which says a lot, because if Mitch was in foul trouble and you didn't plug in Taj Gibson for a lot of minutes, you know, why is Taj Gibson starting if you're not going to plug him in when Mitch gets in foul trouble? Because they want him to play. I don't, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. I mean, I like Taj. I would like for him to be here. I just don't think it's helping Mitch by keeping him on the bench. Right. I mean, especially if you've taken the risk so many times of starting Frank Lakina, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it really hurts. I don't know. I think that, uh, it, it it's looking like it, it looks to me as though the Knicks want to try to win some games. I mean, even though we lost to the Pacers, it wasn't the worst loss. It was the eight point loss. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know. I think that uh, I don't know. Point guard. I, I don't. What are you guys thinking about uh, DSJ? Is he performing or is he just there? Is he another one like we we could live without? Uh, we can live without him for sure. Uh, he does a lot of silly things that doesn't really show growth or maturity. Yeah, um, he's gonna he's gonna wake up hopefully one day and and start playing the way people expect him to play. But I don't think it's gonna be uh, on right. New York. Hmm. Yeah, because and I, it's funny you say that because I was just gonna say that it looks like he's kind of like just here. It doesn't like Biden it, time. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's taking it seriously. Uh, he cares. Right, you know what I mean. Um, I I I watch him play, and I feel I feel the same. I feel like he's just trying to just play. I don't think he's trying to get better. But it drives me nuts because I, I feel like even if you want to go to the next team, and they supposed to say I'm the uh, say say I'm, I'm I'm the GM or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and you know he's saying he wants his reps are saying he wants to play at this in this city or for this team, and I'm like, 
last year, you didn't look like you really cared, you know, you know, but I was in New York. I'm like, yo, so what does that mean? Like for the, for, for us, like, you, know, <laughs> exactly. you ain't feel like playing or your spirituals down. What if things don't go right here? Like, what if we start right. losing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't understand this. I, I, I hate when dudes are cocky and I, I'm not saying that he's cocky, but you could definitely see that he's confident in his game and his skill. But then, like, you could just bide your time. Like, let me just play like shit right now. And then, you know, somebody's going to pick me up. So, I can't respect that. I'll never respect a player like that. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I feel. But I don't even understand that thought yeah. process. Like, why would I pick up a player who is playing like garbage because of a right, team Right, because he's, he's not, not happy, happy there. Like, who that's wants That's what I'm that? saying. I'm, it's, it's basketball. It's still you. It's still your career. Like, and this I don't is, think he yeah. realizes he's ruining his own career. That's why. I he think he thinks, he thinks he has all of the time and the chances in the world. I'm young. Yeah, you do, but they point guard is a position where they don't give you much time to yeah, like, make mistakes. The point guards in this league, man, they could shoot. Like if you look at somebody like Trey Young, you know what I mean? You're looking at the second right. they change the game. Yeah. yeah. These players yeah. change the game. So like if you're not growing and developing to somebody who could shoot and get ten assists a game and get mm-hmm. other people to play better. They're not yeah. checking for you anymore. Like, you know what I mean? And so, like, that, that I, I'm disappointed because I don't think that anyone believed or anyone thought that DSJ was going to suck this bad. And, it, and it's all mental. That's the thing that's sad about it. Right. And when you look at... I remember feeling like, oh, they shitted on him when they went and got Doncic and all of that. But we weren't watching Dallas games the way we watched the Nick games. Exactly. So right. we, we couldn't really see. We saw a sample size. And I was like, oh, they shitted on DSJ. Like, yeah, we take him back. So, you know, him as a pick, you know, missing him on a pick, I always wonder what that would look like if we actually did take him and then get Frank and then get Frank. How much better would this team be? And the way I, the way it looks to me now, probably not much. It would have been more exciting. No, yeah, not much better. We got some, we'd have got some, some dunks and all of that. Maybe some, some shots. You know, he's way more confident than Frank, but he's definitely not a better yeah. defender. So I don't know how that would have panned out. He's not a game changer. I mean, he's a better offensive player, but he still doesn't ever score more than Frank, which is odd to me. What do you have? Hold on. Did he play that last game? What did he get? DSJ. He had, he had three points, I think. Get out of here. Yeah, three points. Yeah, 15 minutes. One three for points. six on the field. Damn. Eh? Two and this steals. is someone who's better than Frank offensively. Right. Like, so what's up with these dudes? Like, I, yo, I just feel like this he had is six your assists, opportunity. Which is nice. Yeah, he has six assists. He had two steals. But three points from DSJ. Come on, man. Like, I know Dallas is like, yo, I'm glad we got Doncic. They must have known something. Oh, oh yeah. They've they been said that. I mean, they said that before. I mean, if, if anything, a better argument is I'm glad we got Porzingis. Because you won that trade, technically. Oh, uh, for sure. Technically. Player wise, not pick wise. We don't know how to picks play. Wait, out, wait, wait, wait. We, we won the trade. They did. No, they did. Oh, I was about to say, hold on. That, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely got that. Well, <clears throat> Paul Zingas hasn't been. How's he been looking? Because I remember we I talked mean, about that. They, they look, he looks okay to me. He looks, yeah, he, looks good. he looks good. He doesn't look great. He looks good. So I'm saying, he doesn't I feel look like, like he's, he doesn't he's look like some. He doesn't look like someone who would have been worth 158 million dollars. This is what I'm saying. But you know, and I feel good about that because we were saying that from the rip. I think mm-hmm. that I think that if he doesn't have a point guard like Doncic, he's not shining. Uh, 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 like I mean, he's yeah, not, you know what I mean. He's not like that guy. We we said that before that he's not the number one guy. Yeah, you know what no. I'm saying. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's it's looking really bad for Dennis Smith. I hope they don't bring him back. 
I don't want to develop like a player like that right now. I mean, he's definitely not getting brought back because we're drafting a point guard. And oh, I they mean, said, did you see that that article? The Knicks brass is saying that the top priority is a scoring point guard. It was a scoring point guard. I mean, that scares. Shouldn't me. be a surprise to anybody. That should have been the. Uh, that should have been the joint though. Been, been, been the, the, the priority, Josh. How many years have we been saying we need a point guard? Yeah, we've I feel been like needing the closest a we've point been guard forever since Charlie yeah, Ward. We, uh, I remember when we had uh, Jason Kidd as late in his career, and it was still like a, a dope move. Uh-huh. Yeah, with the veterans that we had, that was still he was like the best point guard we had. I, I felt like I always loved Nate Robinson. Maybe that's a personal thing for me. Nate Robinson, I thought was the man, but that was a completely different team. Yeah, Nate. Nate was always yeah. that guy. Yeah, I, I, I love I love Nate, but you know, and, and he was coming off the bench and scoring better numbers than bum ass Duhon. That's a, to me that that's his that's his name. <laughs> First name is bum ass. Oh my First God. name but, bum ass. You know, it's funny. This is this is huge. I guess it's kind of like the Frank, the Frank following. There's a huge section of Knicks fans that loved Chris Duhon. I don't. Know. Is that is that, that a that's fact? a fact? I don't know. I this hated him. This is a fact. My bad. Straight facts. Over um, and I, I didn't realize that until it was clearly way too late. Um, oh, you said something and they, they jumped on you. You said something in the forum. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Duhan was, I was like, all right. I'm not even here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know what? My bad. My bad. My I'm bad. not even going to have this argument. Yeah. Forget it. Because Nate Robinson was coming at better numbers off the bench. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm excited about the Knicks again once we get an exciting point point guard. I really yeah, am because true. if we have an exciting point guard and RJ Barrett becomes the player that we believe that he can be, mm-hmm. I think that we have what a good I we think need? we have a nice, fun, exciting, serious backcourt. You know what I'm saying? Or is that a front court? What is it with the point guard? With the guards backcourt. That's what I said. I said that the first time. I don't why why are the guards backcourt? I never understood that. I guess uh they're supposedly at a certain point. They're in the um, back. They're in the back. Back of what? The back. Back in the yeah. I keep them in the back of the mind. Oh, oh, the back. Yeah, yeah, they're in the back. Yeah, smack in the back of the ass. <laughs> Listen, I really don't get it. Back court, front court. It doesn't ever make sense because on defense they're in the, they're right, right, right. On the that's front, what I'm saying. They're in the front. That's what I'm saying. They're in the front. Right. I don't ever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's why I was always confused by it because I'm like, wait, why are they? But anyway. You know, like right. one of the backcourts that I was always <laughs> jealous of was CJ McCollum and, and Damon Lillard. Oh, of course. I, whenever I watch them, I'm like, damn, like if we had a duo like that, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That so, would be amazing. you know, just if RJ Barrett, like I said, becomes, if he becomes that shooter, knocks down free throws, and, uh, you know, and drops to the basket the way he does with a point guard that can score, which spreads the floor because I feel like this is how teams cheat on us all the time. Right. We have we have a point guard like when Frank is out there. The thing that's bad about the offense, point simply is they know he can't shoot. Right. You know what I mean? They don't respect his J. They could play him. They could they could they could sit in the paint. Who? Frank. Frank. Who? What I say? <laughs> oh, Frank. Okay. I just what make I, sure. What I say? No, that that. No, I did, I just I blanked. Oh. No, nah, Frank. Like if he can't shoot, they like. Whatever we gonna cheat in the paint? Not, not, not even that he can't shoot. That he doesn't. Right, he doesn't shoot. shoot. Like, why? Go, you yeah, but he doesn't shoot because he can't shoot. You know what I mean? So, or he doesn't believe he can. Like when you in the off season, that's what. That's the other thing about those off season uh, videos. They show him knocking down jump shot after jump shot. That's not game time. It's not no pressure. 
You know what I mean? So then, like, during the season, it's just like, yo, where's this jumper? Every now and again, he'll knock down the three, and you'll be like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You could tell a player can't shoot when you're like, yes. He made it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. When Harden takes that jumper, you're like, oh, here it go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. This dude shooting, you're like, oh, please. You know, but – and he's always pushing the shots. So there's, there's some room for improvement. I'm looking forward to uh, what they're going to do. Mo Harkless – is looking like a real regular dude. I was hoping that he would be excited to play for the whole team, and it was showing his game. But he looks lazy. He looks he looks a little lethargic out there. Yeah, sure. it looks like he's not pushing the same thing as Dennis Smith Jr. Looks like he's doing like I'm just here. I'm, I'm gonna just do this. Yeah. You know, till the year's over. I don't like it looking like that. Yeah, I shouldn't be able to yeah. tell. Yeah, I want to be like, just going through the motions. Yeah, go in there like this, yo. This is the Knicks. You know what? The best case, the worst case scenario is that I got to resign with them. I, you know, I don't know. You're playing basketball, dude, for millions of dollars. Yeah, man. And then I don't. At the end of the day, you could be right outside the league in a year and a half. They yeah. just like that. Yeah, it they, takes these... it takes a year and a half. It takes one full bad year. And then half a year for the, for another team to take a risk on you and then just be like, and you know then what? that's it. I'm dropping them. That's it. You that's have a it. year and a half to that's prove it. yourself. That's and you it. got and the thing is you gotta keep doing it because the moment you have a bad year, boom, you got half a year. See, because they, they these teams, like I think that anyone would understand that you just went from like one of the best teams in the league to one of the worst. But I feel like I feel like teams should be they're gonna be looking at all right, how did he handle that? You know what? Right. He showed yeah. up. He, you know, he stepped up and took that team to a whole other. Because that's how they got like Marcus, Marcus Morris. Like I don't think right. anybody was thinking he was going to be the leading scorer for the Knicks. Right, because that's my thing. When you have, when you're a good player and you're supposed to be coming from a good team to, excuse me, going to a bad team, it should show. You know right. what I mean? Marcus Morris was never that good. He went to a bad team, and what happened? He looked like a star. He looked like a Just star. Like he's a he's a clutch shooter for the, yep. for the squad. Nobody saw that coming. So that's it's that goes to show you can't you can't just go somewhere and because the team isn't good, oh it's not it's not no I'm going and I'm going off. You got to yeah. at the end of the yeah. day I got to get a contract. It just it just makes sense like why why play like you're you're upset about like play right. hard and like look worst thing worst thing that could happen would be you play so well they want to keep you and build a right team. or worst thing that could happen is you play so well. And another team wants you, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's not that's not the worst. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. but that, but that's the worst. But, that's, but the worst thing is situation stay, no matter what, and then building right, around yeah. you because then like you're stuck there. But they're at least seeing your value, and they want to at least have around. that option so, like, that a bad team wants you. Exactly. It's because if, if you get a, if you get to the point where now the Knicks don't want you next year, and if the Knicks don't yeah. want you, that that's not good. It's never good. Nah. If the Knicks or a bad team doesn't want you at the end of the year and they're re- they're willing to get rid of you to bring somebody else in, possibly a rookie, that's not good. That's a right. problem. Yeah. Like if if we go and get one of these guys in the draft and we get rid of Dennis Smith Jr. and then all of a sudden we start playing well, it's not gonna look good on Dennis Smith Jr. Nah. It's not gonna look good on Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, so I mean no. uh actually at this point we We've been, I think we're closing in on March Madness. And um, that's going to see who's coming out. Yeah, we're going to see who's going to come out. That's going to be fun. That's one of those guys that's going to be in the top draft because they said 
there was this one kid. What was that kid's name? Because they, they, one of the balls was one of the guys they saying that the Knicks were looking as far as it being a guard scoring. Then it's Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I think it was Anthony Edwards. Yeah. And there was one other kid. I forgot. Anthony Edwards. Then there's um, there's like Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. There's Marcus Marcus Young or Marcus something. There's a lot of young guys that are scorers out there. There's a lot of young scorers, and it took me. Uh, 25 minutes of scouting to figure that out. So these guys get paid millions of dollars to do it, so they should be able to figure out who, which of these college guys are good and which guys aren't. You, you'd be surprised. Right. Listen, man, we, we wouldn't be surprised because we've seen the Knicks screw up a couple drafts in our time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Man. A couple. Not, not a everybody's couple. good at their job. <laughs> Come on, Rick. You didn't have to go there. You know, <laughs> not every. I'm just not everybody. Not everybody. I, I got. I work. I work with people. <laughs> Should not have that job. <laughs> For real. They're asking me. I'm the newest guy that you're right. asking me. <laughs> you're asking me. I'm the guy you should be asking. Okay. Right. Good. Cool. All right. Yeah. I mean, we're. I don't. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna be. I'm not counting my luck on that number one, number two, number three pick like we were last year. Um. Just just win games. You know what I mean? I want to see us hit 30 wins. That's going to be my goal. We still got to hit. What, what are we at? How many wins are we at right now? Um, 17 still. 17 wins. We're still at 17 yeah. wins. It's okay. Just need, we 13. just need 13. And there's how many games left? Uh, 26. 26 games left. I just pulled that number out of my head. No, I believe it is 26. But I think it's around that. Definitely think it's 26 games. Um, So, hold on. Am I tripping? What's uh, 59, 56? Yep, 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 26 games left. So, 26 games left. In order for us to... Just got to win half our game. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's a tall order, man. That's a tall order. We gotta go five hundred for the rest of the season to get thirty games. So all right, so let's say thirty let's say twenty five wins, right? Um Okay. Do you think that's something that's um realistic? Winning eight more games? I think thirty yeah, I was gonna no. say thirty games seems like a tall order, but twenty five is what I was saying before. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping for thirty because they started winning, but then it's like they fell back again. Right. Yeah. But uh, I think if we get another winning streak that you know I think 25 we could get, which is a step up. It's still horrible. I, I don't think free agents are going to say, oh, I want to go over there. But I'm curious. Which I don't care about. Right. But uh, Yeah, but I'm curious as to how they're supposed to be fixing this organization. I think it's that's more on the image side. I think um, New Jersey's are coming. Be aware um, of that. I think New Jersey's are coming. I think there's going to be more better better marketing. Um, I think more and more of an updated look and feel to the organization because it's very, very old school. It's like the old school Knicks feel and look all the time. So, and we've been saying that for a while. We've been wanting new jerseys and different colors and all kinds of stuff different in New York. Yeah. We see all the other teams go through it and we get jealous. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, hopefully that that kind of thing. We'll, we'll make a change. I mean, nobody really cared about the Nets until they went to Brooklyn and changed their jerseys. So right. it means something. You know what I mean? It means something. Um, so hopefully that means, I mean, that, that'll that be something that we can look forward to. Um, 
uh, well, there was something else I wanted to get to. Oh, the coach, as of this last game, the coach really, 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 really was leaning into a lot of minutes on R.J. Barrett, which um, mm-hmm. was something we haven't really seen in the past too much. But now that Marcus is gone, He's giving it to the young blood a little more. Um, he's giving it to the young blood. I mean, you look at it. Frank was the only person outside of uh, yeah. Frank and Bobby Portis had the most shots outside of RJ. Mm. Julius Randle's in the game for thirty minutes and he only shot nine times. So that's that's play calling. That's play calling. So he's calling it for uh, for the young blood. Yeah, RJ RJ Bad had nineteen shots. Yeah. The closest, like I said, the closest person, the closest people to that amount was Bobby Portis and Frank Nilakina, who both had 11, and he had 19. So, and he was eight for 19. Um, he's going to miss. He was 0 for 5 from three. He's not a great shooter, but the fact that he takes him means a lot to me. You know what I mean? He's not scared. He's going. He's going to miss it. He knows he might miss it, but he'll take it. Unlike Frank, who might be able to hit him, but he doesn't take him. You know what I mean? So that that takes away from you being able to hit a shot. If you won't take the shot, you're not going to make it. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, as Kobe said wisely a long time ago. And Kobe probably missed the most shots in NBA history. But History. All um, together. All together. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> next time. That boy didn't um, stop. He ain't see his shit. There was no shot he, he didn't like. But I mean, look, R.G. Barrett 0 for 5 from 3. That's that's Mamba mentality. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I don't it. care how you paint it. Well, if the if the coach is giving him these minutes and he's like, go out there, take it. Yeah, man. Right. You, you're eight for nineteen. That doesn't mean you don't shoot because you're missing. You got to go out there and get it for your team. And um, eventually, he he was only one for three from the free throw line, which means he only went to the free throw line three times, which is rare. He's gonna be one of those guys that gets to the free throw line at least eight times a game. So, um, yeah. I see him being like I I was talking to my um. My, my boy earlier today, and I said I can see RJ with a little bit more consistency creeping up to 50% from the field and around 70 75% from the free throw line, and that's a 25-point-per-game score, just like that. You know what I mean? And that's just with consistency. Same amount of playing time, same usage, same amount of shots. If he just gets a little bit more consistent, that's a 25-point per game score. You know what I mean? So um you that's how you attract free agents. It's not about a record. You gotta see what do we have there? What can I build with? What can I grow with? You know what I mean? Outside of RJ and Mitch right now, we don't really have much that anyone else really would like to come and play with. Um so we're gonna have to go get one of those scoring guards this summer in the draft somehow. If we luck up and we can get Lonzo Ball, cool. But I'm not. I'm not shooting for it. You know what I mean. We we had the worst record in the league last year and ended up third. So I'm not. I'm not getting hyped. But um, that's really all I got. Um, we got. I don't even know what games we got coming up. Um, let's just going on to check that there. Right. Well, 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 while we're here, let's see what we got. Yeah. Why you do that? I got. Like I said before, like I, I want somebody that. It's not in the league right now. Somebody that is is gonna surprise people and just um, take over, and then we could just build, build, build. Like I, I don't see why New York can't do it. Right. Like we, our franchise organization, like we should still really worth the most. Be one of the best right. teams. Right. 
I don't know, man. It's, I think it eventually we'll hit that mark, and it'll be like, remember when? I really one day think that's going to happen. I, I really one so. day think it's going to happen. We're like, remember when the Knicks was trash? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, I think that it's, it's going to be – I feel like even now, if we get uh, – oh, that, that makes me – that reminds me of something else. Uh, but even now, if we get, like, a great team, like, I don't think – I think just the name Knicks is just associated with sucks just for – because it's been yeah. so long. So even if we have a great season, somebody's gonna have something to say. Yeah. Still trash. You They're gonna I mean? find a way to mess it up. Um, you know how it goes. But but what I wanted to say is Kyrie is out for the season. He's out. Could you imagine? And I, so I'm I'm thinking that about everyone that was just like, oh, the Knicks suck. You know, they, they couldn't even get Kyrie and and um and um Kevin Durant. I'm just the like, Nets don't even have the Nets Kevin. got them, right. and they don't, yeah, even, they have don't even have him. <laughs> That is hilarious, man. I don't know, man. I was and so I'm just thinking now. If we did get them, we would still be looked at as being um, stupid because now we got these players and they be injured. They 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 got the injury prone guys. Of course, they go get them after they. I mean, just because he got injured over there doesn't mean he'd be injured if he were in in, with the Knicks. However, nah, it doesn't mean that. But but... you know, he's injury prone. You know. Sorry, he's injury prone. So, like, if it, this could have happened, I, and I saw this coming, I was like, "There's no reason for him to go out there and risk his body." So they were like, "Yo, let's do this surgery." Just like you look at Anthony Davis, he's been dealing with this this shoulder injury, but he's still going out there. They trying to do whatever they can to keep him in. He got some rest time, or well, he didn't really rest during All Star. He was out there, but he's out there playing, yeah. like with a, with a shoulder injury that yeah. he's fighting, and so he might not play a game here. Or whatever the case, but Kyrie, it was like, yo, y'all not where y'all going? Y'all ain't going to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Or if, right. if they do, you're not getting deep in the playoffs. There's no point in we want you back and hurting yourself. We want you back. So when you I don't know if they even gonna work. I mean and that's that's the that's another part. It's what's what's really gonna come of the KD and Kyrie pairing. Yeah, because that's I mean, what they Kyrie at his best isn't even healthy. Right. He's never been healthy. Before LeBron got there, right. after LeBron got there, he was never a healthy player, ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... He, he missed the first playoff yeah, round, too, right? because he was hurt. I mean, he tore, he broke his kneecap in the first round or something like that. Or, no. he I think it was in one of the later games in the in the playoffs. But, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is he's always hurt when it matters. You know what I mean? These guys spent... Forty million on him and, and KD each Forget this it. past summer, and then neither one of these guys are playing. I think that yeah. I I do feel like next year it'll be it'll be exciting because first of all, the best player on the floor is going to be KD. I can't wait to see him back, man. I hope. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm mad, excited. I'm mad he didn't come here, but I really want him back healthy. I'm, yeah, I but I'm I'm still excited for him, like you said. Yeah, he, when he comes back. Healthy and they they show him he's putting up shots, he's running, he's doing drills. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be mad if he came back this season just to get like game shape going, just to like run and get, give him two minutes a game or something mm-hmm. crazy like that, just to get looking him like Oladipo because Oladipo looks bad out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not he's not he's not looking mm-hmm. too good, but just like D Rose, it, Oladipo ain't gonna look good till next year, right? You know, no, so this this is this, mm-hmm. this is important for him to get this. Mm-hmm. He's got to get back in game shape. You know, if he can if he can look good for the playoffs. He'll be all right. He's still got a lot of rest. He can rest all over again. But KD coming back, 
and both of them are healthy. Now that they're going to be one of the top, I believe they're going to be one of the top teams in the East. I think that if they grab another good piece, top two, simply because they can't be guarded. Yeah, I mean, but they won't be able to guard anybody else though. Yeah, they got KD. I'm I'm curious (laughs) to see how that's going to work. They they, because they don't have anybody. You got DeAndre Jordan, but so what? Like I don't even. He's not guarding anybody on the perimeter. Right. Neither is Kyrie, and neither is KD. Right. So I'm curious to see how that's going to go. You know, I'm saying I have no idea what the Knicks are going to look like next year. Uh, you know, Toronto's been surprising everybody by staying as one of the best teams in the East. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hold, I, I, hold hold on. We would be remiss. I, I'd be, I'd be wrong if we ended this podcast and we didn't mention Iggy Brass Diggers. Mm. This kid needs to play in in the big leagues. Yeah. He has to. Yeah, he's yeah. been looking like he that. He has to. I don't know what they're doing down there, but <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I wouldn't be opposed to see Allen Houston get a promotion, man. I'm not gonna lie, because he's he's been doing a great fucking job down there. <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing down there, but Allen Houston has been doing a great job. <sighs> From coaching to players, I don't to development. I don't know. I don't know how much of a hand he actually has in it, but from what I've seen, other players and other uh, staff members have come and gone, and they've consistently gotten better. And he's been the only consistent part. Hmm. So, um, yeah. Needless to say, uh, Iggy is. Balling. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he, he he's going off, man. He's balling. I, I always liked him. I liked his explosiveness. From draft um, night, yeah. So, hey, we'll see. I mean, I, hold on. I'm looking up his stats right now. Um, he's he's killing it right now. There's, uh, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, let me see. Hold on. I think he's averaging 21.5 points, 7.4 rebounds, 3 assists. Now, this is in the G League, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's games where he's coming in and he's he's dropping 30-plus, you know what I mean, and, and, and doing all kinds of craziness. Um, now, it is the G League. Right, so I don't want to get too hype over G League stats, but I, I I'm gonna say watching him play in the G League, if that was Kevin Knox, it wouldn't look like that. No, I'm, I'm just being honest. Hmm. It wouldn't look like that at all. Um, and that's not it's not any hate. I don't know why Kevin Knox sometimes looks so indecisive. But this kid is a baller. We got to get him in there. And, and we talk about our future. We, we talk about RJ. We talk about Mitch. Iggy has to be in there somewhere, somewhere. But you just said, they, well, they're not going to drop. They're not going to drop. What's his name back into the, I said that he, he should Who, be Knox? Remember Knox. I, I said that the last podcast. that they He's coming off the bench. Yeah. If he's still here next year, <coughs> if he's still here. He's coming off the bench because Iggy's going to take his spot. If Iggy gets pulled up, if Iggy's getting pulled up, that's there's no, there's no yeah, I, I about think that. so. There's, I think the only reason why he's even been in the G League 
is because of the whole Marcus Morris, um, Kevin Knox thing, and now more Harkless. If more Harkless wasn't here, I guarantee you, Big Iggy be out there balling. But if this dude keep looking the way he's looking, then they're gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to do something. Because, I mean, because more Harkless hasn't. That's why I asked. I'm like, what y'all think about? It? He doesn't. He hasn't been looking like anything in particular, man. I just saw like he, I'm watching. You know, I got the game on against the mm-hmm. Pacers. And he was trying to do spin moves like Julius Randle, and he couldn't hold the, he couldn't handle the rock doing that. Man, I'm a po- I'm not opposed to them waving him, waving him, and picking up Iggy. The, the thing that bothers me when I see him lose the ball the way he did, and it's just like it doesn't even you know how like some dudes look like they work on their game all summer. Yeah. This dude looked like yeah. he don't. He he looked like he just out there running pickup. Right, he like he playing basket. He just I'm just going out there play real quick to play ball. Yeah, I'm gonna go play yeah. basketball. Like, and that's, those are the guys that scare me. Because he reminds me a lot of, um, I like his talent, but the the attitude of Michael Beasley. Um, and, and I don't like that. You know what I mean? You don't want a guy who just wants to go play ball. I want I want a workhorse. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody who's going to come in and try to bust my ass if yes. I'm the best player on the team. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody coming in and be like, yo, nah, I'm, I don't want to go against you. I hated, I hated going to the park. And there was a dude who knew you were good, and he would say it out loud and then, like, back down from the challenge. Right. Get off the court. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get off Swag. the court. I don't want you around. You know what I'm saying? So, I, man, I, I don't like that nonchalant look. It bothers me. I, I thought that was just who he was. I didn't notice him playing like that. Anywhere else he was, but this is what I'm saying. Like that's the, Portland. I felt like he was like he was, that was his best. I don't know if the situation was good, but the dude looked like he just running around, dude. Like and I and I feel like like I said when they were other teams, you're not really checking for him like that. Right, right, right. It's I don't know. I'm not I'm not excited about it. I thought okay, we got a two way player, a two, a young two way player. Maybe he'll come in and you know want to show something off in his hometown. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Because in the interview, they were asking him if he's got to get tickets. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He said people ask for tickets, you know. And I don't know, man. The guy, of course. Is... But like, yo, he ain't even playing. Like he trying to play for the people. Come on, man. right? Exactly. I'm, good. I'm good. Right. But anyway, that's that's all I got. Um, hopefully, um, we can get some wins. We got a game tomorrow versus. Oh yeah, the we got the Rockets. Houston Rockets is gonna be tough. Yeah. Then we got the Hornets. Then we got the Hornets, and then yeah, we, we got, got the 76ers. The 76ers on Thursday. That's a mm-hmm. Hornets on Wednesday, 76ers on Thursday. Um, that's going to be a tough one. Usually we match up pretty well with um, the 76ers, but then playing them on the back-to-back, I don't think that's – Yeah, it's a back-to-back, though, for us. So. Hmm. Well, we'll see. We only need, what, we said um, five more right. games? Okay. No, so no, no. We need five more games no. for what? For a 25 no, win? Seven, eight. Seven, eight. Eight more games, yeah. Oh, eight? Oh, yeah. Man. Forget it. I mean, don't forget it. I just think that. Well, we know the Rockets isn't going to be one. I, I would love, you know, I, I would love, I would love the Knicks to do something stupid and, and just and win that game and embarrass the Houston. I would I'd love just, to see I, that. I would, just, I would just love to see that. I'd love to see. I mean, all right, let's let's be realistic. Because Dennis Smith Jr. will play up for that game. 
and Lord knows what he looks like when he's actually playing. Like, t- going up for a challenge. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm counting right now. Seven, eight, nine. That you think we're going to win? Ten. There's ten. That we could win. Ten to eleven winnable games. Potential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ten to eleven winnable games, and and not for nothing, we have from what I've heard the twelfth easiest schedule going forward for the rest of the season. So if we use that to our advantage, we play. You know, just to throw in there, when I'm not going to name all the good teams, uh, we play Charlotte. We can beat them. We play the Bulls. We can beat them. The Pistons. We can beat them. The 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 Wizards we can beat them. Bradley Bill just had fifty three points and still lost. He looks sick. He wants to get out of there. Um, Atlanta we can beat them. Charlotte again we can beat them. Uh, New Orleans, it's a maybe. It's a maybe. I'm I'm not even going to count that one, but that's a maybe. Chicago, Minnesota. We beat we beat Orlando before. I think we can beat them again. Detroit and Minnesota again. So. There's about ten to thirteen winnable games out there. I just we just need eight. Get to twenty five. Anything else after that, it's thank you. You know what I'm saying? Anything after twenty five, I'll take. But if we can just get to twenty five, if we if we don't get to twenty five wins, that's going to be very disappointing for me because there's a ton of teams on here. I think we can beat. Right. So that's I'm just asking for eight. Out of 26 games. <laughs> Next, if you hear me, we're just asking for eight games. Eight man. out of 26. <laughs> Please. Get to 25. Then we work on getting 30. In just call Brad Dacus up and, and let's do it. <sighs> How do you say his name? Brad Brad Dacus? Iggy. Uh, Ig, Brad Dacus? Yeah, yeah. Brad Dacus. Brad Dacus. I call him Iggy. Whatever. Uh, we need to figure out a way to do it. Um, but that's all I got. You guys got anything else you want to add? Nah, man. Nah. All right. All right. Well, um, sorry for keeping you guys waiting so long for another episode of the Garden Knicks podcast. We will be with you guys. I mean, um, Dre, Dre's a little bit more available. So, we, you know, we might throw a couple more. I'm home on a furlough for the next three weeks. So, whatever, whatever's clever, Paul. Whatever's clever. Getting that check, regardless. You feel me? So, yeah. I, that sounds that sound, <laughs> that sound like I'm playing. All right. We'll, we'll definitely uh, bring you guys some more material this week. And um, uh, I guess that's, that's it. You got anything else to, to add, Rick? Man, that's All it. Right. All right, man. All right. Till next, next time. Is that, is that it? Till next time? Till next, next time, baby. All right. And it'll be.